Podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to the Lost and Known Podcast. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And I forgot to say Thaddeus, but we'll move on from that. It's yeah. been a while since we recorded. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, a little while. Uh, I thought that would be my new shtick that I would keep rolling with and hope no one noticed the host just changed. But, yeah, that you're Thaddeus oh well. now? Oh, well, moving on. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, this is the Lost Stone Podcast, as you already know, unless you're a radio listener and you just wandered into this thing wondering what the fuck is happening. Well, this is a podcast where we take obscure news stories from the internet, we bring them to the surface, we report on them like any good journalist would, but then yeah. we like to do Even a better little than. twist, we like to do a little extra content. We create new content That's out of right. those stories. We twist those weird news stories, whether it be a Florida man throwing an alligator through a Wendy's drive through window or whatnot. Happened. And we try to change them into either a movie, a TV show, a book idea, some form of new content. We like to think, by doing this show, that we're automatically copywriting it. Boom, yeah. We're but not lawyers, but fuck it. Now we are. But That's honestly, fine. go ahead. Make the content. If you're a creator out there in the world, have the means, the money, the time, and the resources. Yeah, God knows we don't have any of those things. We so don't. All we need is a little bit of credit. And if you make some big bucks on us, send a few little bucks our way. Or at least do an interview on the podcast you stole from, you fucking asshole. Yeah. Have fun with it, though. It's like an idea goodwill of sorts. Only you have to pay us... And uh, I w- we'll, well sue I would, you. I would say if there was a movie based on any one of our ideas, and we've definitely fleshed out some movie ideas, full plots, like three acts. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I would just like uh, based on an idea by. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or and, something and, like that. And every fucking the penny, credits. every fucking penny you've ever made in your goddamn life, and your goddamn mother, if I fucking need to sue you, would take you to court for all that. That's all I need. So we have different. I was just gonna stay with the. Uh, we'll take a uh, an actual. We'll find a spot on in the middle. screen. We want our name spelled right. Okay. Okay. All right. And Daddy, uh, through Scott, you're gonna go by. I would go with Scott. For okay. That. You, you probably yeah. should. But uh, yeah, that's basically the basic concept of the show. We do have a few little things we like to do before we get into uh, what we call web droppings, which is the basis of the show, where we actually create this new bit of content and teach you a little something new. Uh, but before we get into that, Jer. Yeah, we're in episode 273, so for all my phonies out there, uh, the 273 area code is in North Carolina. It includes Greensboro and some other places. Uh, plenty of other places. I just, Greensboro is the big one that I noticed. So I okay. don't care about any of the other ones. And uh, it's not prime, even though we're not doing th- uh, the prime factorization. When we do have prime episodes, I think there's five or six more. You can always bring those up when they I happen. do. I How do. When the, when the primies happen, people, it, this one sounds like it should have been prime. It's not. And we've been searching for another thing to replace primies. And we bounced around with different ideas about doing episode numbers. Um, I actually think I'm just going to land on Simpsons because it's the easiest one to research. Yeah. And, and it's going to take us a long time to get to like 700 or 650 oh, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, episodes. So, so and by the time we do, they should also have more. So, so what we have here is uh, Simpsons episode two seventy three matches our show's episode number. Uh, this is one's called a hunk of hunk of burn and burns. Burn burns or in no, love. Hunk of burns, burns in love. Yeah, I remember this episode. And, I remember. Uh, this is Mr. Burns uh, falling in love with a much younger woman, uh, played by Julia Louise Dreyfus. Also, a special cameo in that episode by George Takei. Yep. Yeah, and this Takei? is when... Takei. 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 Tomato. Tomato. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. I think uh, I, I think this is about when they were starting to go a little downhill. I do remember this episode, and I thought it was decent, if I recall. But uh, this was from the 13th season, so we're we're in the period where like they were just crossing. I remember like when the 13th season came out. I was like, this is the most terrible thing ever. Now they're so far like in 31 or whatever. Yeah. And now 13 feels like an old season. So I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, this has a feel to it. So I think like each year 
it'll be at some point I'll be watching with the 16th season and going, oh, these aren't bad. Yep, nothing's and, uh, gotta like compare to like seasons five through like nine. Two two fun facts about this episode: uh, the couch gag was uh, the Simpsons dress as prisoners burrowing up onto their couch, and this was the first time they actually had to redraw Mr. Burns because he had never in 13 seasons been drawn happy. They had to figure out how to do it, and uh, <laughs> like part- a whole new sheet. Yeah, yeah pretty wow. much. They had to redo a character design for him. Uh, the biggest change they made to him in this episode when he's happy, no eyebrows. Oh, okay. Because you normally they're just always. Yep. It's is it a single but brow that's always it's, it's or is it two brows? I want to say it's two that are arced in. Although I don't know, it's weird. I've seen every episode of The Simpsons pretty much, and I can't remember. Yep. But uh, to make him look happy, they just removed the eyebrows. Oh yeah, no. It seems like it seems like he just always has like that almost unibrow, but it is always either straight across or going. They're they're like they're more like eyelids. Okay. So very so whatever that is, they removed it. Yeah. It's and, like a it's like a, it's a single line that's always like a like a smile over top of his yeah. eyes. Which makes you hear that, listeners? Frown. You want to look happy? Shave your eyebrows. Yep, that's you heard it here first. You also never look surprised, scared, angry, <laughs> confused, yeah. sad, tired. <laughs> yeah, but just, you maybe always look happy. I still, I still think you need to smile, you know, because you still smile with your eyes and your mouth. No, no, no facial smile, just no, no eyebrows, no yeah. facial smile. Can't you tell I'm fucking happy? So just yeah. as you walk at so, people on the street with your shirt off and it just like, looks like suspenders as pants, but they're not buckled over you. It definitely seems like yeah, you just walked out of like a 3D printer uh, that has like the base human form. That doesn't have any like any yeah. substance to it yet. I also want to see where my belly button should be. <laughs> That's pretty much the next line after that, I feel. <laughs> should be. All right. Now, Jer, you have a follow-up to a previous yes. story. Uh, previous stories, I would say. I don't know how many times we oh. have followed Mad Mike Hughes on this show. Mad but it has Mike been Hughes. Multiple times. Those of you... I'm going to prove the earth's not round. Yeah, That's how, how was, my how impression was, of how him. Is, how is he going to do that? By shooting a steam-powered rocket, which he... Uh, he he successfully did once, but it's only about like what is it, like a thousand twelve hundred kilometers up. You need to be about thirty two thousand to actually see the curvature of the Earth. Yeah. So whatever he was proving, he wasn't proving. Um, but he was like, you know, but it's a steam steam powered rocket, and uh, we we got word before this, uh, and actually. Uh, it's almost good that we're recording when we were. We were supposed to record a couple of days ago and couldn't, and uh, had to postpone, which is good because we actually have an update on the update. The update was he was planning a launch for Sunday that uh, was delayed for some reason, so they moved it back to Monday or Tuesday, one of those, and uh, must have been Monday or yeah, Monday, the twelfth, yeah. Uh, so Monday, and that didn't uh, actually end up happening. I just checked out uh, today, and it turns out that uh, Mad Mike Hughes steam rocket launch was grounded. Because there was a bad water heater that he bought from Craigslist. So, you know, real above board shit here. You don't test that shit before you even try to think, be like, launch hey, into launch the near stratosphere. Well, I remember last time he like took a pretty hard landing. He ended up okay, but it wasn't like... It, he considered it a, like a, a pure success, but it wasn't like a perfect launch last time around like he ended up going like getting rushed out in an ambulance out of that last time around and he's like it, yeah, it, it's he's, reminds he's, me of the simpsons he's in a uh, tin yeah. rocket made out of like roofing materials yeah and clearly just shit just cobbled together from craigslist yeah for, for him just be like anyone got an extra water heater you know what most people do when they shoot a rocket up in the air they have like a pod that pops off with a number uh, uh, a parachute yeah and it floats down safely into water he's like just over like yeah. Reno. No, and he's just like, well, <laughs> see what happens. And yeah. I feel like one of these days it's not going to end well for Mad Mike, but Godspeed, sir. 
uh, he's gonna and crash all your... right into it like a, a quinceanera and yeah. like kill 12 like 14 15 16 year olds and yeah yeah it'll be tra- it'll be tragic and be like see it's not always guns that do mass killings. People could just get a rocket ship, huh? You ever think about that? Nobody's banning rocket what ships. What do you do? Ban homemade rocket ships? Yeah, I actually I would think be a we great maybe idea. should. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And guess what? If 14 homemade rocket ship attacks had happened in the last, like, three weeks, we probably would have banned those by now. Let's not get too too excited with politics, uh, which is crazy that we have to consider uh, mass shootings politics. This should not be a political issue, but it is. Um uh, but instead, we're just gonna get we're just gonna hop into not the show proper. We actually have uh, we're bringing back an old segment uh, that you brought to the show this time around, and this is blinded me with science. Yeah, uh, this is a story that is not new. It's actually a little on the older side, but it came to light to me recently, so I thought it was worthy yeah, of mentioning. Yeah, science doesn't always have to... It's not like web droppings where we have to be, like, super topical. Like, this can just be a fun nugget that you pull out exactly. of... Exactly. Pull out of... Yeah. Now, this is about uh, a DARPA project. We all know DARPA. They made that, uh, that mule robot and the cheetah robot. I think we talked about both on our show. Uh... Innovations of science, they're yeah, the robotics. Uh, specifically mili- like military uh, projects. Yeah, yes. they're the highest military robot company on Earth. And this is a project that actually ended in 2015. And uh, as I describe it, you probably find out why. And I have a few thoughts on this, too. Yeah. Uh, the robot is called Eater, energetically autonomous tactical robot. It is essentially a robot that can eat biomass to feed itself energy to keep moving. This is pretty much the plot for Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> and or like, uh, Screamers. And like how every, like it just, yeah, yeah. Or, or a good Terminator movie no one has thought of yet. Yeah. Fuck. Tar- because like the reason a- they're, at, they be they essentially, it's not like they're murderous because they hate humans. They're like, this is just literally, it's actually pretty much no, no, like no, Horizon. Ter- ter- do Terminator. I hate humans. We're wiping them out. Terminator Robot. Like a zombie, but more skilled in combat, comes yes. over a hill and shoots someone. Then, just like a zombie, picks up their corpse, eats yeah, it. Yeah, and it recharges like their power core. All the way back up to green. Yep. And then it drops the body. It's now covered in blood with flesh hanging out of its mouth. Picks up its rifle, its AR-15, and goes back into battle. Yeah. What is fucking man, scarier man than eating that? eating AI fucking robots? Definitely. Yeah. So the project was scrapped, and uh, there's actually no notes that I could find that say exactly why. That I, at least, that I believe. It's <laughs> like we've had a lot of uh, our soldiers and and scientists come up missing, and there's just like this really fat robot yeah. there, like uh, he did it, and points to the other scientists, like no, because that's the way scientists talk. They did make mention that it was uh, specifically programmed to eat a uh, plant biomass, but yeah, they chicken also, fat too. But they also like- mentioned chicken fat and a few other things, which made you be led to believe. It would just eat biomass of yeah. any kind. And, and there were, there were intermediate was about body. It would find something and be like, oh, this works. It's going to teach itself and the entire, the you know, the whole hive mentality of the way AI works. It spreads that out. Be like, hey, guys, we can eat this. And suddenly every single one on Earth, luckily there not that many of them, but I still think that some are roving in the wild. I bet. I, I got That's our... real Bigfoot, actually. I mean, my, my Terminator idea, I think, is excellent. That's I, good new I content. I like that. I like that. But I, I think uh, maybe an R-rated uh, Pixar-style movie... Uh, like uh, Sergeant Roomba. Oh, <laughs> it's pretty much just like Wally just finally gets fucking pissed. Yeah, and he's like, you know what? I'm eating people now. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, a Roomba. It has a gun on top. It shoots someone. Then it vacuums them in, ingests them, 
the light hits green <laughs> and it keeps going. But then you have a whole story. It's like cars. They have googly yeah. eyes and mouths. They, and, of course, it's, it's well, got to be a little cute. And, and, the, and, the, and the pitch meeting goes like this. It's like, uh, hey, I've got an idea. It's Wally meets Ed Gein. All right? We're good? <laughs> it's like, yeah, fuck it. We're Disney. We can seriously just print money now. Everybody's going to watch this shit. Yeah. Except for all those uh, Fox movies that Disney had to absorb. Oh, uh, yeah. When they well, bought Fox. They every one of them. That's a little different than making them. Every one of them has taken a loss. Yeah, yeah. That's because they've... The only thing... billionaires at Disney won't make all their money. Oh, God. They're not going to be able to become more of a conglomerate and fucking ruin a whole bunch of they're shit. They're on track for $9 billion movies this year. In one year. Yeah. There didn't. There used to be zero billion dollar movies, period. This is yeah. one studio. Yes, yes. They're, they, they've got it. And the thing that I'm actually getting pissed about with uh, with uh, big blockbusters is like like even like our little theater in town here has like two screens. And now that it's just like crazy, there's like two screens for like each one. So sometimes there's like two blockbusters. So four fucking screens for the two. Might as well be the same shitty movie playing on both the fucking screens. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, how many uh, Fast and Furious movies did we need? Yeah, give it a screen. That's fine. But you know what? Maybe I wanted to see Scary Stories Tell in the dark it's not down there because of fucking food four screens They're like Wait, is hey it, is it not playing anywhere locally uh i mean not right down here it's definitely up in burlington yeah but literally it's on barry it's or not a barry montpelier no wow. uh, it was, and it was on the coming soon thing for montpelier and then it just left the coming soon and never made it to the theater wow. so my thought is that like is hobbs garbage. and shaw did well enough that it's they stuck around because it's on two screens and another fucking live action disney cartoon yeah movie yeah lion like, king was like on uh, two screens where do the lion king live action not animated it's CG. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's Are you seriously. fucking with me? Yeah. It's not... Unless you fucking trained a live a, a lion to, yeah. you know, talk and do shit. It's, <laughs> it's, still, it's yeah. still a cartoon. Yeah. There's like a couple of people in it at some point, probably, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I have, no, I have no nothing about it. I refuse to watch all live action Disney movies because guess what? I saw most of them when my kids were kids. Like Disney Disney. And You'll watch I, the live action Disney I don't, properties. I, I, don't, I don't need to watch them live. Yeah. Well, especially like those, like a lot especially of those. Especially The Lion a, King, especially that that has zero human actors. Meaning that yeah. movie is a hundred percent cartoon. I, I, I might with like, uh, like if they did like an Aladdin because I had such a big crush on Jasmine, I'd like to see who they got to play. I won't. Her. No midriff. Yeah. No midriff. Oh well, no midriff. No oh, they, money. They dressed her all conservatively, and I was like, I was actually like, ooh, no money. Live action Jasmine. Yeah. No, no, no so. midriff. Yeah, I know. So it, what is it's been like Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, and I don't know if Beauty and the Beast was in Jungle Disney, Book, but, uh, Lion King. Yeah, uh, there's one more coming to Netflix uh, as a uh, or Disney Plus as a uh, direct two. Yeah, okay. which I forget. Oh, and Mulan's next. Okay, okay. All stuff. I'm wondering that one's problematic. I mean, I mean, the dragon you know, was named Mushu. If they're trying to, like, I'm wondering if they're gonna oh, yeah. fix that one up. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Her dad Ching Chong or whatever. Like they like it's like the worst fucking thing on the planet. <laughs> It's like because yeah, like like Marvel. I mean, uh, like Disney has a really good reputation of being politically correct throughout yeah. its history. Well, like, there's honestly, so many like hidden shit like that they just pulled out from ages ago. Actually, Mulan would be the first one I might watch in live action because it is a wintry Asian war movie with a dragon. And guess what? And a the new- dragon's not badass like Game of Thrones. It's more the comic relief. So I feel like it would be fun to watch. And uh, another opportunity for the Cheswan sauce to uh, be be uh, cross-promoted uh, other than just to appease Rick really and Morty fans. Do you think that'll happen? Uh, no, but I think only to appease uh, Rick and Morty fans because I think there would be a petition immediately for, the, to, for them to bring it back. Okay. But then again, they might be like, we already did it for you. Like, yeah, yeah. Come back on, off. Shut, back c- off. Cut it out. Cut it out, nerds. Cut it out, nerds. Yeah. 
Couldn't have said it better. So the Eater robot, um, not coming to a home near you. Eater? Uh, I hardly know her enough to eat her. Hardly. <laughs> also, the uh, project being shut down does not mean it's dead. It just means it's on active development. Yeah, and also... I bet you anything that... Uh, it that also just means we think it's dead. Like, yeah. they, th what they told us, they're DARPA. Like, it's, this is... They do, like, super classified military stuff. The fact that we even knew about it means... Like at some point they got comfortable enough telling the public about it or on de or declassifying well, last week documents. We, did we talk about the, uh, the we didn't talk about the spy balloons in the show that go over the Midwest. We talked about that. Personally. We talked about that personally. Yeah, I was gonna say same thing with those. Put the eater robot mouth on the bottom, and when the balloon loses energy, it sinks. It just sinks. It just sinks. It just starts munching up whatever it hits. It eats, and, and you then better, it rises. So for us to live in a wooded area, we're good. But in like the Midwest, where it's just plains, like you're actually might be the tallest thing from it. <laughs> yeah, because it's coming to get you unless you run into a fucking thing of corn and lay there, down. Th third content for one story. Uh, spy balloon eater death. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Spy well, balloon we're workshopping the title. Eater death. Bed. Bed. Death from above. Uh, yeah, death from above. They're watching me. Now they're eating me. Oh, no. That sounds like a good... Oh, we'll get that's like a, that's like the a first solid, person to eat in a, de in a cold open. That's, that's like a solid... Uh, that's a solid like 70s exploitation title, though. Yeah. Like, oh, the I, long yeah. titles that explain yeah, too much. Exactly. Or like, say yeah. too much. There's or have a balloon. It's gonna eat me. And the balloon's evil and possessed by the devil. The movie. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. My wife's a teenage whore werewolf and I get off work at nine out of silver bullets. But guess what? Ah. <laughs> I'm dead. Every Next 60s or 70s horror movie title. The title is just the script copy yeah. and pasted. Yeah. Yeah. Terrence, what the hell am I doing home so early? Blah, blah, blah. You know, I kind of love those old titles, but they made I, no I, sense. I do. I love a lot of them. I like the, the exploitation ones are ridiculous. I, the, some of my favorite are the non-exploitation ones. They're so, sort of exploitative, but they're the, the Giallo movies. Like, your vice is a locked room and only I have the key. Like, that's such a cool fucking title. It, it's just yeah, taking nothing. one line from the script and put making yeah. it the title. And uh, most of those don't even do that. Like it's just like that. Like that movie had nothing to do with it. it I just watched it recently. It's awesome. It was probably one of the first movies where someone in the audience was like they said the title. Yeah, yeah. They just oh said the God. title, guys. That's the name. Of it. They were like, and the the, the director is sitting there like in the first film. They love it and they just fucking start doing it like crazy. Like, all right, it's what we got to do. Find a find a name. No, that one actually. The Giallo movies don't really do that a lot. They like the, that shit. It it in it. It actually usually has nothing to do with the movie whatsoever. It's like the dude got high, fucking came up with this title, and was like, fuck it, that's the name of the movie, and that's it. So, very poetic. I love those movies. Anyway. Um, <laughs> is that, that good for finally with science? Oh my god, yeah. Let's move on to web dropping. Web dropping. 2.0. Alright. Uh, what is it? It's going to me now? Sure, let's have you do the next oh, one. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. And actually, we're we're still talking a little science here, but uh, it's not. It wasn't. It's it's not. This is something we've talked about before. It could almost be an update because we, we've talked about deep fakes a few times in here. We have. Uh, but it turns out that there's a a new weapon in the war against deep fakes online, and it is biological in nature. It is. Dun dun dun. What could it be? Do you want me to say it? No. It's mice. I really thought for a moment you were just like, why aren't you saying it? Nope, nope. I'll I, keep saying stuff until you fucking say <laughs> it. Nope. Uh, or if you're just like, did you forget what it was? Like, <laughs> There's a you picture oh, of shit. a mouse in the story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. What is it? Snakes? Rats? No. Uh, keyboards. So people, keyboards. Yeah, There's a keyboard yeah, in the picture. Keyboards. The first weapon against deepfakes. Use it. 
And they can't fake you out. Now it turns out that uh, that mice are actually extremely good at uh, determining like differences in in uh, like audio cues, especially like the phonemes that they can be trained on to recognize you know the way that people talk. Yeah. And they can actually recognize minute differences. So when we're talking about deep fakes, we're not talking about just like the visual porn ones. We're talking about the actual. We're talking where they actually make somebody say something they didn't. Uh, you know, obviously the video stuff is a whole different thing they're trying to figure out. But they can actually. Now, they're not going to actually have a room full of mice, which I think would be fucking awesome, but they're just going to have a room full of mice, like thousands of mice. just like And a like line down like, the middle of the no. room, and they play them a deep fake, and they run to one side of the room or the other, which is nowhere yes, yes. Yes, exactly. And as a herd. Yeah. Well, in that a way, herd of mice? Well, in uh, what is, uh, I think like a gaggle or something like that. What is a, That's a, a group of mice? Jared's doing some deep, hard research yeah, here. Yeah, deep fake research. Um, but anyway... What is a group of bikes? Uh, yeah, let's see. It's refer- oh, it's just, it's just referred to as a nest. A nest, a of, nest mice? of mice? Oh, that's yeah. weak. That's all it says. Yeah, it's stupid. Fuck you, mice. But actually, no, it would be a good pl- if they had a bunch of mice. of mice. Yeah, how about Because a- that, that works because it is a description it of is. a large amount of things. It is. So regardless, I'd rather say that than that's nest. That's more just like a, a, an adjective, I think. Yeah. yeah, but I'd rather say that than a nest of or mice. Because a nest yeah. of mice is just a nest of mice. Corn- like, corn- I can find a nest of crows, but a bunch of crows is a murder. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't like how that connotation works. Yeah, or a bouquet of crows if you if you do it right. Only if they're gay. That's a that's a gay gay crows. A, yeah, a gay, group yeah. of them. Bouquet of crows. Cock cock. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, so fucking uh, stupid. Wow. No, <laughs> and I, I, we're canceling ourselves. <laughs> I dig it. Uh, this may be the last episode, but because <laughs> that, that was stupid enough, and like we can be as offensive as we want. The second something that stupid comes out, it's like I don't know. We got second thoughts about our future. I actually, I actually liked it. So the the nest of mice actually wouldn't be a bad idea because then, like, if some of them are, are stupid, like you might have five of them go off to one side, but then like you know nine hundred ninety five go off to the other. You could be like, okay, we feel yeah. pretty good. As a to just having one that might just be confused about certain things but in this case they're not actually using them in that nature they're actually just studying them to figure out what it is about their uh, makeup that allows them to detect this kind of thing and then they're going to use that to program something more automated so it's not just going to be a group of yes no mice uh, going off to different sides of the room like we want it to be you know a a plethora of mice if you will instead they're going to use it to study and uh, maybe create some stuff that can help recognize uh, start weeding out deep fakes the problem with deep fakes is then, then they learn from the stuff we try to like fix and then we have to try to fix that and then it becomes this really rapidly evolving ai uh that may or may not eat human beings so it's it's we're in a dangerous world we we stand no fucking chance folks just want to let you know my nihilistic views on everything nothing matters you're all gonna die probably sooner than you think because of robots well deep fakes we've talked about many times in the show and oh I do, yes and i do find them to be one of the more pressing problems that most people don't even realize exist well because we have mis- misinformation uh, misinformation and disinformation campaigns just by like posting stupid memes and people are like, eh! like you know when uh, you see it's particularly conservatives and trump supporters you see a lot where they try to make a point and it's just a meme i'm like like as if that's a fact i'm like you you know memes aren't facts buddy like they post it like in response to somebody giving statistics about something and then they're like yeah well jeffrey epstein's dead because the clintons and it's like a meme of somebody saying that i'm like that's not you think that's a fact so it's so easy to trick people already and stupid people that i don't even know if we need this technology to fuck everything up but it's definitely gonna fuck things up way more what i'm more worried about is uh once the technology is perfected it can be used probably against us in some way shape or form Yes, well, it's um, and it's not, not it's just the negatives, for us, but also against. No, us. it's the negative actors that are going to that always take over. The internet has become a poisonous wasteland of shit because of the the people are like are going to 
but the, I hate to say it, the the cream does not always rise to the crop. Uh, to the crop top. to the top. <laughs> Wait a minute, I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Unless you live near yeah. Cream River, and you're growing corn, and it's uh, and it's cream flood season. Yes, and that's that's how we know. That's how cream corn is made, folks. Yeah, it's you. It's, all, it's all in the cream basin. Yeah, they thought they were going to sell normal corn, but nope, it's a cream crop. Yep, and they were like, "What are we going to do with all this corn?" Well, we'll sell it and see if anybody notices. People are loving the cream corn. Cream basin's in for the win here. Yeah, cream of the crop. That's what they say. Anyway, yeah, uh, the worst uh, are going to misuse this shit, and it's going to end up, uh, you know, it's not that there are not good people trying to do good things with it. It's just uh, the internet needs to, as some people running the internet need to learn that if you put a tool out there, like, it's just going to help. You need to think about the worst shit people are going to do with it, and then assume you're also underestimating how shitty people are, or like a, a small group of people, but a group of people who are yep. going to really yep. take it so far. So you have to start getting those, thinking like those assholes, and planning for that instead of being like, well, we'll just assume everybody's going to use this for good. And then guess what? Now we've got the internet and Twitter and uh, Chan sites. Um, I, I I don't have new content for this because I made some for the last time we did a deep fake story. And I want to bring it up again because I love it so much. The best use for deep fake, hands down, is going to be taking actors who can sense yes. and do body scans and their families allow it so that they can continue making movies after their deaths, which yes. is going to be very controversial when it happens. It will, but, but you know what? It will happen. Leo, Leo DiCaprio uh, is still going to be putting asses in the seat 200 years from now. And when someone's like an up-and-coming riser, say they're 19, they're like a Disney kid who just broke through and had their first starring role in a movie, scan yourself at that age and at every subsequent age so that you can then like... Could you imagine if we had a, a Bruce Campbell Evil Dead 4... And they had scanned him when he did Evil Dead Three. Well, I, I, I do you think, know what I mean. Like, I, th you, I you think could, what's going to happen? You too could is have young Bruce Campbell fucking kicking ass and calling people sugar tits or whatever he did. I think I think we're all going to run to. If that were the case, you'd also run to uh, probably the actual like unions themselves of actors, the guilds or whatever they are, uh, being pissed because they're also like it's going to. There's only a, a finite number of movies to be made, but they're suddenly not, they're not going to go. It's going to be like replacing jobs, so they're going to be like uh, brand new actors are going to have like fewer and fewer opportunities because then suddenly you can stack a movie with all big name actors, all dead for actors. almost almost nothing because you're just leasing well, their no, likeness. No, 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 maybe not almost nothing. Maybe they cost more than a living actor, and that's the discouragement. Like, yeah, well, but we're willing to pay. I, I don't know, man. Three hundred million. But you, but you have, to I have think, dead Brad Pitt in this movie. I think that's what it would be. It'd be like an auction system based on like how big the person was and how de long they've been dead. So like as like each year their uh, price would actually increase because you're like, well, you're fifty years away from the live Brad Pitt because uh, he's di he's dying. I also this week. think that you'd have more uh, amateur filmmakers able to make movies uh, once VR, like actually immersive VR, becomes more popular because then you'd have fake. Uh, fake catalogs of people yeah and not just movie stars but just people who are willing to for say 50 bucks scan themselves and then they get credits so you could be someone harder than their luck and instead of giving blood you you allow a scan and then you end up in a movie you have no choice of being in nope. but your name is credited and your face on the screen and if that becomes a blockbuster and you don't even have to know how to then, 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 then maybe your uh your base level of how much you're worth in the catalog goes up like the movie you were just in that you didn't even act in Won an Oscar. Yeah. Suddenly, your profile, if someone wants to download it, went from 50 bucks to 2,000 bucks. Yeah, and suddenly you're, you're making some of that scratch. I also think... And that could because, be the new movie stars. People literally getting downloaded, thrown into homemade movies, 
They win an Oscar. Suddenly, your self worth goes up. Well, I feel like you could also maybe lease uh, like behavioral traits, or rather, acting traits, not necessarily the entire likeness. So you could say, "We want the acting chops, like, in style like, of like Bra- an acting reel or a headshot." Set. Yeah. So essentially, you're taking the style of somebody's acting, like Leo DiCaprio, but then you're sticking it into somebody who maybe isn't a great actor. Then it could essentially become the acting auto tune as well. So you get somebody who can't perform a certain scene, but you're like, "Well, Brad Pitt could, but we need this person to do it. So we need to actually apply his acting chops to this likeness." And boom, and his acting chops are cheaper than his likeness. Exactly. Yeah. So you could essentially implant that twenty dollar likeness with a hundred thousand dollar acting chops. Yeah. Boom. You know. There, we just developed uh, the the future of movies. This might be something uh, we really want to copyright because this is uh, if we could ever figure out the technology, which is we're not going to. But uh, you know, nope, we are not capable of making this. (laughs) But I I would imagine. uh, Maybe before we're dead, this comes really close. Yeah. If not. Maybe within my kids' full lifetime. I would, I would say definitely. Uh, not that anybody's living that long, because the robots will have taken over prior to that. So, good, good, good. All right, that's one down. All uh, right, I just got to open my notes again. Sorry. Sure thing. Uh, uh, next story: Man's penis turns to bone. Well, <laughs> don't they all? <laughs> Boner. <laughs> Haven't you ever had morning bone? Isn't that what they? Is, is that what they? That's not what they Actually, call no, it. I'm, it, being, it. I'm being told by our assistant that's not what they call it. Yeah, yeah. No, morning. Uh, it would be fun if it t- if it turned to wood though. It would be just as funny a story because it's like, hey, he's got a boner. He's like, ha, what does that mean? Oh, he has got a rare crippling condition that may kill him. I don't think it's actually going to kill this person, but that, that's pretty much. I he, mean, he, and he's also too old to use his penis. This man is 63 well, years that's old. Not, that's not too old to he use a was penis. Hopefully not. But. Walking down the street with a cane fell backwards onto his buttocks yep. and complained about a knee injury, so he went to the doctor and they did a scan. What they found in the scan may surprise you. Uh, a knee injury. <laughs> Click below. <laughs> oh, just, just, a, just a clickbait podcast yes. where it's just all clickbait? Like, you wouldn't believe which celebrities got facial surgery just two days ago. Click more below. Like, never give anybody an inkling of information. This weather phenomenon has people reeling. And if you live in the state of Vermont, you could have this kind of insurance adjustment. Yeah, exactly. Now, what they found out was uh, inside of his penis, uh, he had ostification happening, which yeah. is essentially the buildup of calcium deposits, which are very similar to bone. Yeah. So well, when, they, like, when they call like the, what the elephant man turned, had, you know, yeah. like yeah, when they call it turning to bone, they they're right and they're wrong. Yeah. It's it's, it's a so, it's turning into a yeah solid mass, like a yeah. a dense solid mass that's not necessarily just like oh I got a boner. No, what I love about this guy is uh, when they told him that this was happening to him, and he figured, uh, like, what do I do next? He just should, should ripped I up stay? his Viagra fucking, uh, no, like, he this just, is all my money. Boop. Checked himself out of the hospital and went home. He just, like, was like, what are you going to do about it? He's like, 63, and yeah. he falls with a cane. Yes. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Put him down. Put him down. Like, I uh, can picture him looking at the nurse and be like, will it, will it get harder? Well, yeah, that's what ossification is. Could I replace my cane with it? <laughs> no, it uh, won't grow to the length of a cane and be replaced. Well, then I'm well, done we're, here. We're done here. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I can have a dick cane, I'm yeah. leaving. Uh, okay, I guess. One more time. Dick, dick cane? Yeah. D- dick cane? Dick cane? Are you trying to ask for a man named Dick Cane? Yeah, I'm confused because I have senile. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have senile. Yeah. Oh, Dick Cane. Is that my name? Oh, actually, oddly it is. No, his name isn't uh, that. I don't remember what his so name is. So he's one of uh, 40 recorded cases of this that happened in the entire world. Yeah. And he should feel special. But I feel like he just doesn't give a fuck. He's like, 63. Go home or I'm going to watch The Bachelor and find out which one of them... 
Uh, little gay boys yep. doesn't get the girl. Yep. <laughs> yep. And <laughs> sir, that that's not how the show works. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> yeah, well, my name I don't is. think that's how personal relationships work. The gay guys don't usually get the girls. Oh, it's how it works. Or my name ain't Dick Kane. <laughs> Sir, your name's like Dick Kane. I think it's uh, actually. I didn't even see his name in the story. Uh, I, I didn't. I don't think they gave it. But uh, I, I do. I yeah. I, I like the. I, I like the the cut of this pick. Uh, you can actually see the X-ray pics and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like he's yeah. He's just gonna go and stroke his calcium knob to some fucking bachelor city. And I think this uh, should be a yeah. this should be a short. And the whole uh, say twenty minutes. The first uh, third of it is just this story, as we said it. Yep. Just every everything's factual. And the rest is like the aftermath of him finding and out. The next third is it gets worse, but he doesn't care. And you get to see what he likes oh, about life. Is this almost like body horror style stuff, or is it just maybe. more just more drama? It gets worse. Like it gets more bony. Maybe you get a couple close ups of a weird penis. Maybe like some protrusions. Like uh, the elephant man's dick. And then uh, actually, and, I wonder and, if the elephant man's and, dick was like that. In the second part of it, uh, not only does it get worse, and you get to see a little bit about his home life, but uh, he breaks a few things, like a cup on the counter. So now he has a permanent hard on. Like he's just knocking glasses off. Um, then the last third is straight up slapstick comedy. He's like walks into a pharmacy, and instead of like pushing the glass door open his his bone dick shatters it ahead of him oh yeah but then he just like shrugs because he's old and walks through the broken glass and yep. goes in and buys his stuff and it ends with him finally buying viagra taking Which, a pill yeah. and then it shoots shrapnel out <laughs> <laughs> and it kills him maybe they go through the walls and you see all so this the is, families and all the rooms around him dying from dick shrapnel this is this is a trauma movie yeah and then it just ends this is definitely well, it's a short 20 yes. minutes no yes a trauma short we could definitely yeah. make a we, we should probably we could probably pitch this to Kaufman get get scratch together five grand yep. and make this movie well the last scenes where all five grand goes pretty much because he's not only going to take a Viagra a special effect, and you're going to yeah. see the dick but that's the one special effect where it goes well and and I, and I definitely want like the thing like moving a little bit shaking like, yeah pretty much tumbling. like four thousand dollars needs to go to the exploding dick and a thousand bucks for and all the little CG as you see dick fragments go through the wall yeah and you see the interior of the wall as it goes through insulation boards etc and then through a baby's crib and through the baby's head and then also through like another guy masturbating upstairs goes through his literal dick oh yeah like a close-up of that dick exploding. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, uh, so, just so many closes of dick is in that last scene, dude. Yeah, just, like, like somehow that we get, and there, then there's just one scene where nothing's happening. It's just literally just dicks no, on no, the screen. No, one apartment's terrorist about to blow up part of the city, and he like disarms oh, yeah. the bomb or something with a dick fragment yeah. cutting the green wire, yeah, and then kills the baby. And then, it, <laughs> well, no, then it shoots through the terrorist's head, and then out of his head into an innocent baby. So he's like a hero and a villain. Yeah, yeah. So in, in Every, like a everything split should second. be balanced. Everything should yeah. be balanced, and it's a like, it's a split second, but you slow yeah. it down for each. And, and, and in between, there's like extra, extra man stops uh, nuclear warhead with uh, with with penis uh, and, shrapnel, and, and then, then immediately it hits him. It, yeah, and then and then immediately after that, it's his like uh, another guy goes and picks up the paper and goes extra, extra uh, newspaper man killed by shrapnel, and somehow that uh, thing is actually changed. I think this is the good uh, this is the good trauma short. Yeah, um, this would be a damn good trauma short. Lloyd, I, I, I like know this, you listen to our I, I think, Well, I was going to say, Lloyd, I know you listen to our show sometimes, Lloyd Kaufman, to our listeners, the owner of Trauma. If you happen to be listening, uh, hey, shoot here me an email. Here it is. Let's let's do it. This is a good one. I think, because I think in like Tromeo and Juliet, where they show the close up of that weird, you know, when the dick actually comes out and it's like the fucking monster. Like, yeah, there's some. Yeah, it does that thing. I think so. Yeah. I almost, I almost, I do that in my own living room when it happens. I, I literally watched, wait for that uh, scene, then I go, Wah! I almost watched Tromeo and Juliet uh, again the other day. It's on some streaming service right now. So. Probably it's, YouTube because all trauma movies well, are on that, YouTube. Well, that's, that's definitely on YouTube somewhere. But I mean, like, a legit one where, you know, uh, Lloyd might actually get some money for it. So, anyway. 
All right, next story, Jerry. I'm going to tee this off to you. Prime um, Video. Spin. Anybody wants to watch Romeo and Juliet on Prime, Prime Video. Video. Uh, James Gunn's first James, movie. James Gunn's first movie. And uh, hilarious. It's one of the first Romeo movies I remember seeing, 1996. So, well, okay. other than uh, Toxic Avenger. I, I, I didn't know that was a. I didn't know the name Troma until Romeo and Juliet and Sergeant uh, Kabuki Man. All right. Uh, next story. Spanish driver fakes kidnapping to cover up for spending his earnings at a sex club. That's pretty much the story, but it's, uh, it's, I mean, uh, eventually it came out that yes, he was. Do, at a, do you want to read club. from it a bit or do you want me to? I'll go ahead and read from it. I've been talking. All right. A Spanish driver reported to police that he'd been abducted, made to hand over all of his earnings, and forced into taking drugs in a sex club in Fugarola, Malaga. Fue, uh, yeah, Fuen, Fuengarola. I'm, I refuse. In the south of, it's south of Spain. Yeah. The police arrested that the... Frenguruli. What? Frenguruli. Are you naming your favorite pasta? Frenguruli. Milag. Oh. Yeah, may sorry. I? May I? I'll probably interrupt with another... I know you're going Italian to. ...Italian stereotype at some point, but... The even though it's Spanish. I, just, I know, I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the police arrested the alleged kidnapper... But an investigation codenamed Operation Camarita, I think nice. I got that one right. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, revealed that the suspect was in fact the man's drinking buddy, and that the story had been invented to cover up for having spent all of the night's earnings on a single wild night out. The victim turned out to be the suspect, and the real story is very different from the title of this story, which was how it was reported. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, so th this is from uh, El Pais. Dot com. Might as well never, just, uh, yeah. I might as well just roll through. Yeah. Uh, the man, who was working as a driver for a ride-hailing service with a VTC license, told the police in July that a passenger threatened him with a knife and ordered him to drive to a brothel in Fuenegrola. I should just pause. Grab you. I'm, I'm going to pause, and you can fill in the blanks, okay? Cool. Where he was made to take drugs. Once he had spent all the money he had made that night, the man claimed the customer made him drive to a, quote, friend's house to sell his motorbike in order to continue spending money on, quote, drugs and having sexual relations with the women at the club. But the abduction did not finish there, however. According to the driver, he was forced into a taxi that drove him and his alleged kidnapper to a garage where he was held for several... Fungaroli! Perfect, thank you. That's hours in Spanish. That was hours in Spanish. <laughs> yes. Um, the investigating officers have concluded that the driver and the alleged kidnapper were known to each other and that the driver had not was not held against his will at any point. Rather, he handed the money over for the sale of the motorbike voluntarily because that was the agreement he made with his drinking yeah, pal. Yeah, he's like, hey, we, I want to do drugs and have sex with women and go to fucking uh, strip clubs. Yeah, and literally... And you, you need that motorbike money for that shit. And literally, that is what they did. They concocted the story together to... Okay, the idea here but, but is he, he's, so, he's, it, he's trying to hide that he was out for an entire night and that he spent all of his paycheck. Yes, yeah, so yeah. they never, not they that, never like, bring up that, that he yeah. has a spouse, a girlfriend or boyfriend yeah, so, at home that is like, Honey, where are you? Yeah, so was this just And like, he's like, kidnapped... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and wouldn't you know it, drugs in the sex club again. 
Can you believe it? What are the odds? Every kidnapper brings me to a sex club so I can have sex with women, have drugs, and then they drop me off back home yeah. here. They never mention the story, but you can extrapolate from the, the, the case that there's no fucking way he was doing this because of shits and giggles. No, he no, no, did yeah. this to hide his activity he was trying to hide from it. And, and, and a clearly, spouse. And clearly not for the public. Like He knew he shouldn't be spending that money yeah. and suddenly uh, spent all the money. Yep. No, a spouse was definitely involved. They don't mention the story, which I find perplexing. Well, yeah, because it seems like it would be a motive to his it's a, actions. Yeah, there. why wouldn't you put motive in there? Yeah. Like, what else? What would be the other reason to hide spending your paycheck and being gone for hours at night when you're not... I understand, like, if you yeah. embezzled it from a company and stuff, you know, like uh, Empire Records style, only instead of Empire Records, it's a sex club with yeah. drugs in it, which would make Empire Records so much more enjoyable. Although I remember liking that movie as a kid. I did, a too. Teenager. Uh, uh, as Liv Tyler um, uh, and, uh, Liv Tyler, and Ethan Embry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's where I, where I think my love of plaid skirts came from. Yeah, yeah. They, they come and from, and from bras, because you also see her in her bra on that. Does yeah. she take her bra off? I don't think so. Then. I, I want to say she does, but I don't think she oh, does. Oh, I mean, maybe maybe she doesn't like you see the back of her, but I think that was a PG-13. Maybe it was, was it? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe it came R. out when I was, like, in high school, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and, and I remember, like, liking and Ethan Emery and then wondering since. where he went, and then, like, he's come back lately and playing in some really good movies, so. He became older Macaulay Culkin. Uh, yeah, because Macaulay Culkin just never got older. Yeah. So kind of looks. I, like, I think I think kind of looked like, like older yeah. Macaulay Culkin minus the crap. I think Macaulay Culkin died on the set of Home Alone too. No, he married a very hot, famous, rich woman who then broke up with him because he stopped being hot and famous. And yeah, rich. but he still has actually like, no. He's still rich. Like he made so much money like early in his career, and he actually like was able to keep a lot of it. I know. Remember, he like sued his parents, right? Or was he one of the ones that did that? I can't remember. Culkins. I like the Culkins, man. Uh, his own version of Home Alone. I'm just suing my parents. But yeah. the movie was where they left you alone. Yeah, I'm just suing him. Yeah, there. yeah. Suing my parents. First of all, they left me alone twice. Maybe three times? I wasn't in the third one, I don't think. I don't think he was in the third one. No. And they're thinking about rebooting that movie right now, which is impossible in the cell phone age. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, Kevin! Are yeah, you, I'm right are you here. okay? I'm right here. Yeah, cool. Okay, cool. Someone's breaking in the house. Yeah, 911. Cool. I, uh, I ordered you a ticket online uh, to come meet us, and an Uber's going to pick you up in 20 minutes. Okay, cool. Uh, and the uh, movie is done. Well, that's our new content. Actually, you know, the only way you could do it is if he lives in a really high-tech household. And, like, say his parents are tech developers. And instead of cutting the phone lines, the, the robbers who are trying to steal some tech from the house literally bring uh, jammers. Yeah, and it could just jammers be... Jammers that yeah. jam all the... Cause, like, you could see him playing with, like, robot arms. And you're like, oh, my God, foreshadowing. He's got drones. You're like, he's got to fuck up these robbers. And then they put the jammers in and all the tech dies. And suddenly he has to go old school tech. Yeah, and that's where there's paint cans and shit like that. Yeah, whatever. Like, maybe get more original than just doing the paint cans again. all the paint cans again. (laughs) Just (laughs) paint cans. Just. (laughs) Just. (laughs) How many times do these robbers who had jammers and are very sophisticated get fucked by paint cans? That's the only foreshadowing that mattered. Don't go into the guest house in the backyard where we're painting it. Yeah, there's hundreds and hundreds of paint cans. (laughs) Hundreds and hundreds. Yeah, and we had to put them on strings, what, to keep them tidy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like greenhouse like swinging paint cans and they're like well I don't think I'll ever need to go in here again and then he winks and mugs at the camera no that would actually be the, the literal only way you could do it make it so high tech and make it foreshadow that he's gonna be like grabbing robbers with robot arms like CG the yeah, shit yeah. out of it you got like an Iron Man room he's got a fucking Iron Man suit Give him yeah. all the tech. It's like baby Tony Stark. Like 10-year-old Tony Stark. And I think this could but be one of those things. But then all the tech ends. And it, it could be. And I think the way it could start is, too, is like he actually, uh, he's smart enough where he actually manipulates it so when the parents leave town, they think they're going to be leaving with a sitter, but it turns out he actually posed as like a sitter online to get the place to himself 
on purpose. So it doesn't have to be like a Kevin and they just turn back. They're like, he's fine. He's taking yeah, care he, of. He deep fakes himself on a computer as yes. the sitter Skyping to say, I'll be there at nine. Exactly. Yeah. So, so and it turns out they're like, fine. It's great. Thank you. Literally uh, deep fakes yeah. it too. And then, and then no big deal. And then uh, he callback. also had, he also had some like, uh, that was a call uh, some calls. So like when people, like when his parents would call the house, it would like, Give them like an auto reply and stuff. So the parents are actually calling, and it seems like everything's fine based on this auto reply, and he just which is also deep faked. Yes, he just wanted a night to himself. Maybe because the parents are like helicopter parents. And oh, bad ones. Yeah. yeah. So so they're just like uh, so they literally are just like okay, well you know we'll give you this. You're he's coming of age. And he's twelve years old. And because this will probably be made by Disney or some other shitty giant company that has no originality. Oh, I think we could just make it a home you, invasion you, movie from Blumhouse too. You do the you do the uh, opening where you get all the foreshadowing of like the Iron Man suit, the robot arms, all of that. But you also have foreshadowing of him opening like a kitchen drawer, yeah, and being like, "What's this? Are you old people and your shit," and like throwing it back in the drawer because he's a little shit, yeah, and like that's all foreshadowing for things that he doesn't get because it's from the pre-digital age, yep. and that becomes his weapons. And so yeah, so he has to, and of course, and he has to go pre-digital to beat the robbers. Yep, and, and who are you know uh, not co- this could be like a Blumhouse like rate hard R movie too. It could just be a home invasion. Well, movie. they already did that with that Christmas movie that I love. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's with right. You. Yeah, which was pretty sweet. That was uh, a better watch out. Better watch out. That, that is yeah. pretty much Home Alone. I, I would definitely recommend movie. that as a nice Christmas movie when uh, Christmas pops up again. I think better it's watch still out is one of the best yeah. Christmas horror movies. It was a Shutter exclusive. Seen. I'm guessing they keep most of those. I think ongoing. Yeah. So hopefully it's still on Shutter. But it was basically Home Alone as a horror movie with a bunch of cool yeah. twists, with like a like a fucking like a good solid home invasion movie with some yeah some twisted stuff and some twists. But I think cool. we just figured out how to actually do Home Alone in this day and age and do the foreshadowing, but also trick you into thinking that some foreshadowing like, yeah. matters. Yeah, because I think people are gonna be like, especially like in the trailer, you you have a lot of that technical yeah, stuff. You see, so him, actually, you see him floating in a room in a Tony Stark suit. Yeah, like, and you're, and you're and like, oh, and this cr- is gonna get fucking crazy. And he crushes a human yeah. skull he bought off eBay with his <laughs> like a, like allowance money. And that's like the first 15 minutes and then it's 75 minutes of paint cans. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just, it. Just paint like, cans. marbles and paint cans, man. We're gonna do whoop, 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 whoop. Literally just cut parts of the original movie. There's one it. There's one moment where he just puts marbles on strings and they hit people and it's slightly annoying. Yeah. So he, he actually does a lot of things like flip. And then he puts paint so, yeah, cans on the floor. On the floor. <laughs> it's like, oh, we just kick them out of the way. <laughs> like, this is not a problem at all. Uh, we well, can actually walk on these. It's fine. So I think I think that's pretty solid. So we can turn it in a well, lot no, of directions. Well, no, he can look up at the ceiling, see, the, see like hooks or something. Look at the floor and then when you cut to the next scene he's dumped the paint on the floor so it's slippery and the marbles they hit the people and like disorientate them like a, a whole bunch like a hundred yeah, yeah, marbles yeah. on strings. so they were like pap, 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 what's going on slip in the paint yep yep and then when they walk around they leave paint footprints so he knows where they're going because he definitely and he, needs, he can yeah. track them and so it turns out because yeah that'd be cool to, like actually have a, a few callbacks but like they're they're subtle and cutesy enough. Yeah, yeah, well. exactly. So it's not just like a hey in your face. Hey, everybody, look at what we did. We, you know, we uh, are referencing the original. So you nerds can feel like you got something out of it. Now here, enjoy this $300 million piece of shit. And because uh, we gave you this one thing, you're going to see it twice now. Uh, instead, we're going to like give some solid stuff. And we're going to, again, we'll flip the script a little bit. But people are going to be happy that it's flipped. Yeah. I'm, I'm dig- I actually kind of want to see that movie. Yeah, me too. I, I know. That's why now I got we're just like, oh, thinking gonna, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible because it's. I want to watch that now. I, think the re- I bet the re- reboot's not going to be that good. But who knows? I mean, as good as we just made it. Maybe it's going to be bad. Who knows? I don't know. I just I there, I think there's we other it. scenarios where you can be without your parents in a digital age. Uh, I would think in the like the Catskills. 
You got to the mountains? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, you're I at mean, a cabin you, with no cell service? It's, it's, it's similar to any other movie that do, is done now where they have to get rid of cell like cell service and uh, communication. You got to get rid of get communication. Them, you get them either remote or you have people uh, cut you off in some way. the original movie, they technology. cut the phone line, which is super easy. And, there's, and pretty much any, you have to follow a lot of the uh, new home invasion tropes uh, that they've needed to uh, create since the cell phone age. Actually, it would be a cool, uh, uh, like, paper to write at some point, or an article about the pre- uh, Cell phone, internet, uh, home invasion movies versus new ones, and some of the differences and similarities. Yeah. I might write that for Bloody Disgusting. I might try. I might, I might do that. That actually would be a fun one to to research. So yeah. do, nobody take that one. That's actually mine. I'm going to do that. I want. And honestly, I was thinking about this the other day when I was thinking about the Home Alone reboot and how it wouldn't work. Was that uh, a lot of horror movies are throwbacks to the 80s and 70s right now? Yeah. And some people complain that that trope is getting tired because they're doing so many cell phones ruined horror movies. That's why this trope is happening. Yeah, they're, they're, like, they're, they're literally going back to the point where you still could be scared and afraid and have no one to reach out to because yes. you don't have a magic fucking computer in your pocket. Yeah, to just be like, I need to make an emergency call. So nowadays, like, even if you're... It's, we're getting to a point where now, because the emergency call system and all that kind of stuff rolling out, is that even, and with especially with, like, you know, small cell and also the uh, satellite uh, internet technology yeah. that these companies are, are making, where there's literally going to be no remote locations. You could be in the middle of the most remote place and as long as you have a phone you're going to be able to get help because yes. nowadays they're like oh my god no signal boom you've set it up we're in 10 years less than 10 years probably 5 years that's not going to be a thing you, we're not going to have that so we're going to even hit a new mark on that yep so I hate to say it people there's going to be a lot more throwback horror movies because it's the only way to plausibly keep the uh, tension alive and I mean, unless if, it, yes. if anything, in twenty years, horror movies are going to be more well, sci-fi than horror. For, I was going to say because for, they for kind of have to be like more ghosts in the in the machine. Well, I mean, for, for that's the, or the, I mean, the thing about this is like we're talking about very specific types of horror movies. So for those types of horror movies, definitely the well, more, basically more anyone with people in trouble. Yes. Otherwise, well, no. I mean, no, <laughs> I think like, I covered like, most of the genre. There's like paranormal. Paranormal uh, would be the last. You one can't left. really do much. You call the police or whatever. They've done plenty of that. Uh, they, you've done just straight up more. Um, like period pieces, so it's not even. They don't have to be like an '80s throwback. They could just literally be a period piece. I guess for '80s throwback, we're talking home invasion slasher and yeah, that's and yeah, serial murder, which is like a lot of the of which the is a lot. Yes. Uh, I mean, anything that that would that where if you could pick up a phone and call somebody, or even like the nature horror movies where you're tra trapped in the middle of nowhere, those are gonna go away too. So all right, well yeah. we have one last story for the show this one week. One last story. Um, this is a bit of a jump ahead to Halloween, our favorite holiday. That's right. So uh, we might yeah. even bring this story back when Halloween happens because I'm definitely going to buy these. And you know what? Maybe we should just eat some on air. We that's <laughs> a great podcast. We I mean, literally for an entire show. In like no, we just we just eat them off mic and say we're going to, and then whenever you yep. get a shit one or whatever the flavor is here, uh, well, uh, well, let's yeah, get into let's the get story. Into the story, yeah. Uh, Beware. This October, Skittles announces rotten-flavored zombie candy. Now, this is zombie-flavored Skittles. Yes. And, and not all of them. It's just like regular Skittles for the most part. Well, they have flavors. Yes. And then every once in a while you get a random one. Here, I'll read from the story. Yep. Yes. Quote, Our fans love Skittles, not just for its delicious fruity flavors, but for the irreverence and sense of humor for which our brand is known. Oh, I guess they. I guess with their commercials they are. I was going to say, I didn't know that, that but recently they've been doing And that so was lot. from uh, yeah. obvious fictional name Skittles senior brand manager Mars Wrigley. <laughs> He fucking made that shit yeah, up. He just, I feel like... <laughs> Let's pick two other candy companies. <laughs> Mars Bars, Wrigley Chews. Yeah, Mars Wrigley is our spokesman. Yeah. I don't think they have a spokesman. Oh, no. Uh, I think in one no, of those no. commercials where they have like one of the Sorry, unicorns should... <laughs> that shits candy, 
that's who actually runs their marketing department. Hold on, let me let me finish uh, reading the sentence to uh, embarrass you a little bit. Uh, brand uh, manager for Mars Wrigley, Rebecca Duke. Oh, it does not say four. <laughs> no, but yeah, it definitely was. Uh, it definitely seemed like senior brand manager Mars Wrigley. Well, I'm right. It does sound like two companies, but they do, there's <laughs> yes, it does. Well, the there's, people there's literally skills. nothing there but a comma. Yes, and then and, but uh, then uh, if you keep Mars reading, Wrigley, U.S. Rebecca Duke. Yeah. So that, Rebecca that Duke not sounds... A, that is not a sentence, first and, of all. And uh, Rebecca Duke does not uh, sound like a made-up name, but uh, I like Mars Wrigley better because it definitely sounds like somebody let a kid uh, choose their own name at like six years old, yep. and then they're like, oh, but you're only allowed to change it once in your lifetime. They're like, oh, yeah. fuck, when they're like 30. Um, cool. Yeah. I am Charleston Jolt. <laughs> <laughs> you named yourself when you were 14 yeah. in high school. Yeah. Oh, Jolt. I'm Mountain Cheetos. <laughs> I'm just starting to think of other good combinations. It's like, just like shitty foods that like teenagers love. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm uh, flaming hot donetties. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's any combinations yeah. of this is a teenager who named That's themselves. That's right. I'm Tostitos Tostitos. I love Tostitos. <laughs> it's a brand so right. I named myself it twice. Uh, okay, so this Halloween, this is quoted. This Halloween, we wanted to give our fans the ultimate rotten twist on candy they know and love, challenging them to test their bravery over a bag of Skittles. Now, the flavors inside each bag of Skittles include petrifying citrus punch, mummified melon, boogeyman blackberry, chilling black cherry, and bloody red berry. Yep. However, as indicated on the packaging, most taste delicious, but some taste like rotten zombies. I like, uh, yeah. Which yeah. we is, uh, to my knowledge, not a flavor that has been uh, categorized. No, but we were talking about like what they did with, uh, je- like, Jelly Belly does this like on the a Harry basis. Potter thing. Yeah, they did the Harry Potter. They also just re- had, uh, even pre-Harry Potter, they did, like, some uh, just, like, stinky ones that just for fun. Um, and people would actually, you could go out and just pick some up. Um, this is going to be a little more of a, this is a crapshoot, possibly literally eating Speak- shit. Speaking of crapshoots, I got my new content. Was it a Caddyshack where someone threw a candy bar in the pool and they all thought it was a turd and they jumped out of it? Was that the 80s comedy where it's, everyone freaked it's one out? Of those turd in the pool. I want to say it was Caddyshack 1 or 2. It almost sounds like a Caddyshack 2 joke. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure it was a Caddyshack joke. Um, the original. Jared's doing some research yes, here. Yeah, okay, Caddyshack. Yeah, it was the original I was, Caddyshack. I was, I was pretty much 100% with you okay. on that. So. so my thought is uh, Snickers uh, capitalizes on this. Yeah. Here's what they did. And the, like every 10th Snickers bar shit just actual shit they chemically made it taste like shit doesn't even quite look like a snickers no, well i mean all it is just it's looks like sol- a melted solid color yeah it's too. Just like a melted snickers really right but it's, they just fill it with like bitterness and like chopped up peanuts <sighs> like corn no peanut allergy on there either so you yep. want to give away which one's which yeah exactly <laughs> yep, I, yep. well i mean your real snickers has peanuts too so. Yep, you do. Uh, you, you have the dead gopher, zombie gopher on the packaging, and it's like yep. for Halloween. You got the. Uh, you the, might get shit. You might you might get shit. It just say Snickers. It's the shit. Ooh, like go for that fucking adult market. Go Boom. for that. Go for that adult market. <laughs> hey, remember that? Movie? I feel like we're at a roundtable meeting at Mars Bars right yeah, now. Yeah, Mars Wrigley. Re- I'm Mars at, yeah. Wrigley. <laughs> I'm Mars Wrigley. I work for Rebecca Duke, the company. <laughs> Rebecca Duke, U.S. Uh, head Mars Wrigley here. <laughs> Yes, my my my, my cohort. Yes, Tostino, I'm slightly Tostino. mortified at my mistake, but I didn't it, read further. Those, those mistakes are are the things that make the show, though, because we we attack each other uh, voraciously, uh, viciously, sure, yeah, viciously and voraciously. Yes. 
No, it was well played and well done, and we're good. Yes. Um, so uh, when Halloween rolls around, I am definitely buying one of these for both of us to try. Uh, we can do it on air without actually smacking our lips and waiting and making yeah. the customer we, we listen did to that, silence. Uh, we can just eat we've, them. We've done that a couple times. And I then when you when, get one, interrupt the show and be like, oh, found oh, one. Oh, yeah, found and one. And then tell us what it tastes like. Yes, yeah, so it, like, it tastes like a uh, rotten zombie. And then I'm yeah. also getting another pack of them probably just to put up with my Halloween decorations. Yeah, this it's is a uh, weird-like thing. Oh, so this is the Dare the Rainbow Challenge. Dare the Rainbow. Hashtag. Uh, recording themselves tasting the hidden zombie flavor so we could do that and also hashtag we lost post it and yeah make it part of our well it's their marketing campaign that's it's why exactly, they're doing it of course it's dare the rainbow but we baby. could also make it part of our marketing campaign yeah and I, I do dare the rainbow and we butt chug them and it's just us putting <gasps> skittles zombie yeah zombie yeah I can really feel they're the zombie they're all zombies <laughs> and if we all feel like getting raped as by if, a zombie as it's just a close up of your ass and you finger them in one yeah. by one <laughs> It's just uh, two, yeah. Zombie. Two, two yep. Yeah, the, the person getting them fingered up in Another zombie. just puts their head over their shoulder. Another zombie. Zombie feels like a zombie to me. Yeah, no, that burns. That burns like a zombie. That's all right. I dared the rainbow. And then uh, hashtag it. Pound sign it. Whatever. Pound sign it? Yeah, pound sign it. Okay. I'm old. Zombie Skittles will be available at retails across the U.S. in share size, lay down, and fun size bags. Now, do you know something we haven't done in a long time on this What's show? That? We have not called out any of our places you can find us on the interwebs. Hey, yeah, that's right. We got a couple minutes. We can do that. We do. Uh, I want to make sure everyone who's listening to the show and who enjoys it goes and checks out lostandownpodcast.com. That is our main landing page, webpage. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of uh, content there. If you search in yep. the top bar, there's a lot of music videos, you can, a lot you of can other sort, stuff. Yeah, you can sort by, like, just go yeah. listen to the interview episodes if you want to do that or just listen to some other ones tagged in various ways. So Also, okay. if you'd like to interact with us and be part of the show, um, you can be on our Facebook fan group on Facebook, the Lost Gnome Podcast fan group. Yes, exactly. uh, It is invite only because it is not safe for work. We don't want people just wandering in there, so yeah. definitely but shoot we will, us a If you uh, want to be in, we will, we will let you in, unless, of course, we uh, vet you and it turns out you're a hate group, in which case you have no place in Lost at Home Podcast's uh, uh, fan group, so yep. don't even bother. And besides that, you can find me on Instagram at Legend Tripper with an underscore in the middle and yep. Jer. Uh, and I'm at Sonic Jalopy. And actually, I'm working on some stuff right now. Actually, you've been working on some stuff too. So we've actually been a little busier on our Instagram feeds. And I like doing the art. You like doing the art. At some point, we'll probably art together. Uh, maybe after we get done shoving Skittles up each other's assholes. That'll be part of the art, honestly. It will. Honestly, that is art. If we just, it was an installation, people going zombie, no context, just shoving Skittles in the asshole and going zombie <laughs> in between everyone and have the cranberry. Not zombie, Cranberry's uh, dreams playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, it's art. And just, just to troll artists and then uh, become also famous and rich. Yeah. So that's another piece of new content. That actually reminds me, I was watching that art episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, What's Art? And yes. Uh, where uh, Frank was pretending to be that uh, Sia style. He had the Sia hair. Yep. Uh, art expert. And he's like, I love this. And she's like, that's our air conditioner. Yes. <laughs> 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 it's beautiful. Um, that's art, baby. Uh, yeah. So yeah, check us out at all those places. And we hope to, we like to interact. So feel free to interact with us in all those places. And Oh, and uh, we also have a Twitter. Uh, at, oh yeah, at, I was going to say. At, we, yeah. at, not the Lost at Home. We have at Lost at Home. On Twitter. Uh, yes. If you want to go to at the Lost at Home and call that person a prick, we would love you. Oh no, it's the, it's the other way around, right? Oh. Yes. We're, we're at the loss of home, Pick, right? go, go to both. The one that has the most followers <laughs> is us. The other one's a prick. Go yeah. there and tell me he's a prick. Yeah, exactly. Cause, well, because we wanted the, the regular Lost at Home one. Yeah, and he wouldn't give it to us. Yeah. And he's a jerk and doesn't use it. He's sitting on yeah. it literally so we can't have it. Yeah, and because we, we were just like, hey, just real you know real quick question. Oh, we were super uh, polite until the end. Now we're, now we're like enemies. Yep, yeah. and uh, that's it. So who knows? 
All right, on that note, get lost. Get lost.